Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Yes, yes, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Welcome to my show. Welcome to everybody's show, because I'm about I'm a sharing. I'm a, I'm a share and I'm a giving guy. I give you information. I tell you the truth. I don't lie because um, just just Google me. Just check me out online. Just go Rashawn McDonald. Just type it in. Pages of information gonna come up about me. Information I forgot gonna come about me. They add information daily about me online. It was really a trip because. Um, as you, as you start populating the system, people want to know more and more about you, and that's what this show is about. Now, my next guest, starting his acting career in 1974 in the New York Shakespeare Festival production of King Lear, right there. I cannot do King Lear. You hear my accent? I can't even come close to doing a character in King Lear. He did it with another eloquently speaking gentleman called James Earl Jones in the title role. Then he got busy. He appeared alongside Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. They're supposed to do a remake. I don't know why they're going to mess that up. There's an all-time great movie, Coming to America, and earned a role in the 1989 Spike Lee film, Do the Right Thing. That movie should have won an Oscar. He is noted for being the most frequent actor to appear in adaptations of Thomas Harris' Hannibal books, along with Manhunter. That was a good movie right there. He also appeared as Lecter's Jailer, Barney, and The Silence of a Lamb. Ooh, that was a scary movie right there. Jodie Foster the sequel, Hannibal, and the prequel, Red Dragon. He is well-known to many Baltimore City Police Commissioner Irvin Burrell on HBO's critically applauded claim drama, The Wire. That show was too real for me. His many other credits include Blue Bloods, Lie to Me, Law and Order, SVU, The Good Wife, Elementary, Band C. We're going to talk about that. That is my all-time favorite show, and Luke Cage. He is now starring on a new show, called The Village. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Frankie 
face on. Well, all right, all right. <laughs> happy to be in the house. Hey, Frank, I love Frank, it. Hey, I'm happy to be in the house. <laughs> hey, Frank, is, is he going to get tired of talking about me? Is he going to get tired of talking about me? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Brother, you are, uh, yeah. you are a consummate professional. You are, you articulate. Uh, t- I have to tell people, man, when they come on my show, you know, you, you're a grinder. You're, you're, you're a grinder. Mm. You, you, you know, you got good friends of mine, like Vondi Curtis Hall, my boy uh, Clifton Powell. These are some, some people, they, they play all these different roles. And I'm not saying you like them, but y'all, you, you forget your body of work sometimes and how important. Yeah. I said, coming yeah. to America, if that ain't big in the black community, come on now, do the right thing. If that ain't big in the black community, did he jump over there and do Manhunter and Silence of the Lamb? Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you, you just don't do that. You, 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 he, he just can't do that. But, man, okay, I, before we get to the village. Um, All right. Okay, now, The Wire. That that, mm. that changed television. Would you say that or not? Would you, because it was, I would say it, uh, I've heard that on many occasions. They say, yes, it has. It uh, revolutionized television and the way people watch television and the things that they see on television. It was a huge, huge, huge success and a very important part of, I think, of history in general. Not just black history, but just history in general and the way in which you report and watch and see things. Now, so um, now, I'm so proud of that. I I couldn't even begin to tell you. When, when, when you when you when you read a script, because we all get scripts, you know, you, you writers come to you and this, and they say, I want you you audition for these roles. Did you feel anything when you was reading your character, or as the series was developing, you felt like this is something different. This is really gritty. Well, this is too too real. It's too ab- real. Absolutely. When I read it, I just felt that it was just phenomenal writing. And I felt like it was something I really wanted to be a part of. Initially, I had read, I read audition for the role of, um, for the role of the uh, young lieutenant. Um, I can't, I can't believe my mind, my mind is doing a mental block on me. But um, they saw something in me that said that no, he should be the commissioner of Burrell. And so when I got that role, they came back, and I hadn't remembered reading that role because you're just getting a certain part of the script when you read and audition for things. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's turned out to be a wonderful choice for me, and it's been a wonderful choice for the production as well. I think we both serve each other very well. And you don't know something is going to be amazing and fantastic. You just do the best you can while you're in it, and then, and then things, they happen, and they happen for the good. And for this show, it was, it was well-deserved. Okay, now my wife going to get excited when I bring up this show because, man... From day one, we couldn't believe it. We didn't uh, uh, ban she. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 now that is that was a no brainer, man. That, that that was a show that just from reading the original, just talking to the producer, because I had to have a phone call, uh, interview, conversation with him, mm-hmm. and he told me about the character, and I said, God. 
I know that man. That man is so he is so he is so in my body of of work to come out. And it was easy. And then the show came out there. Now the writing in Banshee is phenomenal. People don't understand. They think it's just one of those you know action no. shows with lots of sex and violence and all that. But if you look at the curve and the and the journey of the writing, the writing path in this show, you will say it is phenomenal. So you get you get sex, you get violence, you get killing, and you get amazing writing and amazing actors. Banshee really is stands out as, as one of my all-time favorite uh, shows to be a part of, and I'm glad that people get excited about it. And people from, you know, little old ladies I never thought would be interested in that genre. They say, oh, I can't wait to see the next episode of Banshee. And I'm like, wow, you too? Go ahead. It's great. So oh, no, it's the no. most diverse show to ever hit television, as far as I'm concerned. Not, I've never seen a show so diverse, yes, you know, to air. And it, it, it treats women with such respect. I mean, these are powerhouse women, and every ethnicity that you can name yes, is well represented in Banshee. So oh, Banshee stands out. It stands out because of the fact that one, because the reason, I, the, reason that, the reason I bring it up, first one of my favorite shows, but also the fact mm. that your character could have been white. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, but, right. Because it is right. a, it's in a rural community outside of, in Pennsylvania, not uh, and you uh, and you own a bar owner. Now, how many black people you know own a bar in that type of community? And, 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 but, <laughs> right. But you no, gave it such. Like it's... You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That when we talk talk oh. about talent and and, and and believability, and you gave us that, even though the elements will say, "Is that true?" Yes, it is, because your character allowed us to believe it. And then you gave us a, a, a reason to root for you and support your, your your point of view. That's that's a that's a gift yeah. that you have. It's so universal, and to me, you know, as an actor and as a person and a human being, that's very important to be universality. I mean, I want something that that the whole universe can relate and respond to, and I don't want to be backed into some corner of ethnicity, a stereotype, or any of that kind of stuff. I don't want, you know, that is not interesting to me. Something, and I appreciate your words about about that, too, because if it's not, if it, it doesn't have that element of universality in it, I'm just like, uh, I'm not that interested in doing it. I mean, I will do certain things like that, but for the most part, I want it to be broad strokes. I wanted to say it's undefinable. You know, anyone, you know, I can res- I can relate, I can respond to it. So that really moves my heart. I appreciate those words very uh, much. Uh, they're honest words, sir. Right? They're honest words. And I say, sir, just out of respect because of your body of work. We're talking to Frank Faison. Oh. He's a star of the show on NBC called The Village. It comes on every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Uh, East and West, uh, 8 p.m. Central. Um, is a very diverse New York apartment. That's the setting is New York. Uh, his resume is amazing. I, I was looking through it, you know, soap operas, all my children. Wow. You know, can, can, can you just stop? Can you just stop? You know, you know, uh, I'm looking no. at Son of Anarchy, The Vampire Diaries, Shades of Blue, True Colors. Really, sir, mm. sir, you know, believe me, my friend, when I say this, uh, we, as, as, a, as a younger person, you are an uh, inspiration. You're the people that we need. Uh, you're, you're, you're black history. You're walking black history. Understand that uh, everything you do makes my life better and the people around you better. And uh, Well, and- that, means, uh, that means the world to me because it's certainly with my mother, God bless her soul. I mean, you know, and my father, that's, that's the kind of individual they always wanted to, to raise. And, you know, to hear those words sounding out of your mouth, I, I, I give you a great deal of appreciation and respect. 
And um, I congratulate you, too, for the fine work that you're doing, man. You're getting it out there, and it's just with energy and love and enthusiasm. Whoa, it's, it's, cool. it's overwhelming. Well, he plays much, Ron much. Davis on The Village. This is my man, Frankie Faison. Check it out on NBC every Tuesday. You keep winning, my brother, and keep, uh, keep, keep that acting alive. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. Hi, Rashawn McDonald. Talking to you or money making conversation. This is my show. My show is brought to you for the general purpose of providing information to people to win with. Uh, coming up now is two guests. It's a power couple. Two guests. It's always interesting getting two guests on the phone because they have and they're working together. They have that they have their 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 own ideas, plus they have to work together as a partnership, as a power couple. One is a former employee of IBM. I used to work for IBM and Microsoft. He has spent the last eight years in the mobile apps space. He built, published, and sold a portfolio of 100-plus mobile apps, which have collectively been downloaded over 12 million times worldwide. He is an expert in mobile app publishing, marketing, and monetization, author of the seven steps to app success, and host of the brand-new podcast, Game of Grow, which has debated in the top 100 business podcasts on iTunes. She is the creator and host of Side Hustle Pro Podcast, the first and only podcast to spotlight bold black women entrepreneurs who have scaled from side hustle to profitable business. She also the founder of Podcast Moguls, a podcast and accelerator program that shines a light on untold narratives. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Nikayla Matthews and Moyo Okame. <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. How are you Ooh, doing? Boy, I'm working. I'm working with them names, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except it's, it's Nikella Matthews O'Coleman now because we're married. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, okay, okay, cool, awesome. And hi, both of you. Uh, what city are you calling me in from? Calling from Washington D.C. Okay, cool. As I go there in Washington D.C. every Wednesday, so one maybe one day we can have lunch or dinner and uh, and further our discussions. But today. I uh, welcome you to Money Making Conversations uh, because you guys are what they consider experts in your fields. Um, I want to start with you, sir. It's, it's, uh, it's Moyo, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you got it. Okay, cool. We want to make sure uh, we'll be respectful. Uh, to, uh, my name's Rashawn, and so I know if somebody says it wrong, I'll, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, but this is how you're supposed to say it. 
And uh, and so uh, if I slide wrong, you know, in this conversation, feel to it. Richard, you slipped a little bit. We get it all straight. Now the app business yeah, and the podcast business, which is exploding. Both the I think the app business exploded before the podcast business. So Moyo, you're involved in both of them. Please explain your background and how did you become an expert in this? Because I have a you know I've I started on radio, but now I've slid into the podcast arena. My show is on Sirius XM. My show is on AM radio in Atlanta now is a growing podcast arena. Talk about your, your, your path, your growth, your path, your growth path. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I probably use the word expert, but I like to be wary of that. Cause you know, I think we both consider ourselves still students of, um, of anything we're doing all the time. How did you get into podcasting? First of all, you got, you both have dynamic personalities. So it wasn't a hard push to tell you that you should be doing a podcast more. Yo, but how did it develop for you? Right, right, right. So, yeah, it's an interesting story because I, I had a podcast um, in 2016 called Daily Spark. And I was talking to different entrepreneurs um, just all over the spectrum. And I kind of took the wrong approach with it where I think during the first month I was releasing an episode every single day and just really got burnt out over it. And I wasn't – I didn't know – really who exactly I wanted to talk to. A lot of people liked the show, but um, it was just a little bit all over the place. Right. So um, I naturally just ran out of steam and stopped liking doing it. Um, so what's happened this time is that I've, I've been watching my wife over the last almost three years now? Almost three years, yeah. Almost three years now, just building her thing, just being very consistent each week, putting out an episode, knowing exactly who she's talking to. Um, so I actually, she has the course that she teaches I was asking her, you know, I was thinking about, hey, you know, I see what this thing has done for you and, and your, your brand and um, just being, allowing people to see your products and all of these things. I think I want to do that again. Can you help me out? So she actually made me go through her course <laughs> that she teaches, um, just go through all the modules just like anybody else. And after doing that, that, that kind, of, kind of set the stage for this show a lot better. And I found out the gates, you know, I know exactly who I'm talking to. Um, it's gotten a, a lot more traction a lot quicker. So I think we're about seven weeks in right now. It just crossed 15,000 downloads, which uh, I'm pretty happy about. And we've both been in the top 100 podcasts. So, you know, it's been, it's been exciting. Well, and did you make an announcement when you launched the podcast or just, just click? Up and running. <laughs> oh, so absolutely. Um, absolutely marketed it anywhere and everywhere that I could that I have access to. So that includes listeners of the previous podcast. You know, I tapped them on the shoulder, let them know, hey, I have something new. Sorry, I wasn't here, but uh, I'm back again. Would you like to listen? I, I have an email list. It's not a huge email list. I let everybody there know LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We're both pretty big on Instagram. Um, so, you know, um, I think we both believe in Yes, you do have to create valuable content that people want to hear that's going to help them with their issues, but then you also have to shout about it and remind them about it, um, you know, develop advocates for it, and just find ways to get the word out. Well, that's real important to hear that. Now, Caleb, um, you, you, you got him over here. You, hey, even your husband, you went, nah, you got to go through the steps. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I think, you know, people think they can just pick up and start a podcast because everyone's doing it and, and that 
if you launch it, the downloads will come. But you have to be really strategic about it. So what he's talking about in terms of knowing who you're talking to, I um, make my students go through this module about refining their topic so that they understand who their target listener is. You literally should know what that person does for a living, who else they're listening to, and why. And the reason this is important is twofold. One, it helps you to craft your content. So you also should be thinking about your content in a long-term way. You know, you should be thinking about what, what your 12th and 15th episode should be, not just launching it excitedly and then running out of steam. And it's also important to know who you're talking to because that helps you to find them online. So we talk about Instagram and social media marketing. We're able to have effective posts and to have engagement because we know where our people are hanging out. We know what keywords to use to get them to to raise awareness of our, our posts and to get us to show up in those conversations. Now, is this, a, is this an online course that you can take? Yes, it's called Podcast Moguls, and you're able to take it well, first, I offer a free masterclass, actually, so I don't just want people to rush into podcast moguls. I want them to understand things that they can do right now to get started. Okay. So for that, I have people head over to sidehustlepro.co slash live class mm-hmm. for that masterclass. So that is completely free. You can walk through and understand how to launch and market your podcast. And when you're ready, because you really have to be ready to focus and concentrate and commit to the podcasting process, then I offer them an opportunity to to uh, join the Podcast Moguls Accelerator. Okay. What are the fees involved? The fee, the masterclass is 100% free, uh, excuse me, 100% free, so that you can take at any time for right. free. And then for the Podcast Moguls um accelerator program, that fee is actually about to go up. So I can't state the fee at this very moment, but it does start, um, you know, right around, right under 1000 Okay, cool. All right. So, if I wanted one of my uh, a couple of my employees to take it, which I which yes. I do, I, I, look at that's why I brought you on the show because there's a there's a reality that you have to invest in yourself, and this is exactly investment. yes. And the, again, I'm talking to two experts now. I know Moyo, you don't want to take that that hat, but I'm not uh, going to no, pay. I'm, 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 I'm coachable, man. Okay, because I'm not going to give a thousand dollars to somebody who who's not an expert. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> we are experts. So I, and, and it's important because of the fact that I'm a talent. I have great content. I am getting fantastic guests like you, too, on my show. And I have additional other great guests. I usually have four, four fantastic guests, two usually entertainment-driven, and two are entrepreneur-driven. And in this lane, you'll be the entrepreneur-driven guest that I have. The show is on Sirius and and like I said, I'm trying to feed a lot of people, but I need to focus on something. And I told everybody, let's focus on the podcast world. And so, yeah. so with that being said, I'm going to have both of them take the free course. Now, okay. just walking through Excellent. those steps, how does that work time-wise? Because I want people on the air to hear because they are going to take your master class. Okay? Right. I'm just so- going to let you know that Right. As far as time-wise, so again, the master class is a one-hour uh, live class where I, I teach everyone live the steps 
to that first 1,000 downloads because that first 1,000 is really critical. Once you cross that threshold, not only are you showing up more in Apple's algorithm so that your show is being recommended to people who listen to other things, but then you also now have 1,000 ambassadors who have listened to your show and are sharing it with their friends. And and if you launch it correctly and know who you're talking to, they can then share your show effectively and say, oh, I love this show. It's about X. And then when you're ready to join Podcast Moguls, that is an eight-week accelerator. So you are able to jump into the on-demand lessons right away. And then what I also do is every Wednesday, I coach live so people can come into class every Wednesday and we just troubleshoot whatever you have going on, what challenges you have, so that I'm guiding you throughout that eight weeks so you know that if you encounter any kind of issues at all, I'm there to help. I like this. So it's online, which means that that's important, which is where mm-hmm. all education is going now. Once Phoenix yeah. University, people just look, what's that? Now everybody got it. Every major college <laughs> has an online yeah, Harvard's doing it. degree plan. So, so Moyo, now the Kayla's out there, it sounds like she's working. It sounds like she's busy. She's, okay? she, she's working. She's working. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so w- w- when it comes to, I'm actually pretty integrated within the mm-hmm. podcast moguls process, mm-hmm. uh, for example. Um, so when she's doing the master class we just talked about, mm-hmm. then I'm usually, um, since we don't have other staff right now, I'm usually helping out in the, um, what do you call it, in the chat, just answering people's questions mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just getting people excited and getting people prepared. Uh, I also, since it's a family business, family hustle, <laughs> I also show up in the, the weekly class as well to do um, more of the same. Right. And it, it's it's been pretty cool just seeing some of the results. <laughs> Sometimes... You know, um, sometimes we'll just ask ourselves, hey, are, are these products good? Are they delivering? And it, it's just been cool seeing some of the students, like there have pe- been people who had podcasts, and then, you know, first three months of this year, they, they joined the course, and now that rather than hundreds of downloads, they're getting thousands of downloads, and there are people hitting the new and noteworthy charts, you know. There are people who have doubled their downloads yeah. Yeah, within, within their eight weeks in the program. So it's, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's my wife, so I'm biased, but I do think she's one of the best out there. But then, um, you know, in, in my own business that's independent from right. Podcast Moguls and Side Hustle Pro. Um, so one exciting thing I have right now, I've kind of taken my app business in a different direction. So right. I, I don't think I actually mentioned this, but I... In 2015, I think it was, I sold the portfolio I built up until then. So sold all the apps. There's over 100 apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was a pretty exciting moment. Mm-hmm. But then it, it was like, okay, you know, um, what's next? Right. Uh, you know, what, what am I doing next? So I tried some different businesses and found my way back to apps. Now, the, the way I'm thinking about it now is that I'm focusing on a very particular niche, and um, that niche is black people. <laughs> right. So I feel like there are a lot of great, great apps out there on the market, a lot of uh, great content, but when they built them, they didn't necessarily have us in mind. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at things that exist and um, just looking at where, where there's a lack of content that needs to exist and where I can plug in. So the, the very first one that we're rolling out, the the first version of it actually just came out last week. It's called Color Noir, um, and it's it's a coloring book app. Right. <laughs> so I, through my research, I actually found that these coloring books are very popular. People use them to relax. They're kind of therapeutic, and um, 
you know, funny enough, a lot of adults use them to play with. So I decided uh, it'd be a good thing to have images right. of black people in culture awesome. within this, this kind of product. So, Moyo, um, we got to wrap this up. Uh, I got to bring you back on the show, each one of you individually. You got too much going on for me to pair this together. So I want to reschedule them as individuals. Plus, I want to start on their program. Thank you for listening to Money Making Conversation. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit rashawnmcdonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. My next guest was born and raised in Philadelphia is a Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter with a smooth, raspy delivery home from years of singing in his church's choir. While pursuing a career as a lawyer, which is really interesting, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring him on the show, that career switch, uh, he switched his focus to music and began developing his craft as an artist. His first single, Keep You In Mind, landed him in his first number one record at Urban AC and later crossed over to Billboard's Hot R&B chart. Currently working on the launch of a restaurant and a men's clothing line. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Jordan Banks. <laughs> Hello, sir. How are you? Pretty good, my friend. Lawyer, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure. Well, see, I, uh, I worked I, at I, IBM, uh, and so I left I, IBM. Um, My degree is in mathematics, and I became a stand-up comic, so I find this relatable. So don't I'm not just saying that just to... And that was a career switch for me that a lot of people thought was crazy. How are you going to go from really? IBM, mathematics, and now you're telling jokes? So here you're a lawyer, and now you want to get out in that singing, and there's no guarantees. What was that transition like, and what was the reaction to your peers or your family or your coworkers? 
Well, the the transition, I, I believe, was pretty uh, difficult first because you have to you have to think about when you make a change and a shift, how uncomfortable one one you're going to make yourself, and then how com- uncomfortable you'll you'll make the others around you. And what I what I found is the beauty in being uncomfortable and the beauty in, you know, taking that risk. And when things are a little shaky and things do seem a little uneasy, I feel like in the middle of all that feeling and emotion, that's where you find your true purpose and your true destiny and what you truly love to do. I also, um, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure if it, this is in my bio, but I also uh, was an insurance agent for Geico for four years. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was a, I was, I was an insurance agent. Agent in Geico. What I will say is that those corporate companies are every everybody has their purpose and everyone plays their role. Because at the time when I worked for Geico, they were, you know, doing full tuition reimbursement. So it kind of. You know, it it works itself out, but then we gotta also remember that everything is in is in season, and so you know we have to be comfortable and content with moving forward and um, spreading our wings. And I, I, I definitely um, I definitely had had a lot of sleepless nights, but they were all well worth it. Well, I had those same sleepless nights. That so so anybody that I, that I tell people who listen to the show, that's part of the process. If you if you want to be comfortable, stay right where you're at, and be and and then be frustrated for the rest of your life. Because certain points, if you don't make that transition, age is going to catch up with you, and you can't make that transition. So, know if you have a dream that you aren't fulfilling right now, figure out how to fulfill it. Because in the end, don't live your life based on regrets. So, I know when I made the decision to leave IBM, I made that decision a year in advance, and. Um, mm. And I, I would tell everybody there were tears in my eyes because it was tears tied to I didn't expect to do this. I I I went to college like I was supposed to because everybody told me I was supposed to go to college. I, I got my degree like I was supposed to, and I started working at IBM. I was doing everything I was supposed to do. Now at night I was doing stand-up comedy, but there was no realistic approach that this was going to be something I was going to do because you had Eddie Murphy out there, you had Richard Pryor out there. Those were stand-up comics. Mm. How could I be those people? So when I say that to you, you have all these peers out there, all these major players out there. What convinced you that you could participate in that arena? Well, you know, nothing convinced me. You know, I didn't need any convincing. You know, and when you are called to do something and when you have the gift, the talent and you open up your mouth and you see that that something is using you outside of you, yourself you don't need to convince anyone that uh you are who you who you are and i think that's where uh, a lot of people respected me and respect me now is because when i walk uh in a room i walk with purpose i don't walk to uh, convinced. I don't walk to see who, who who I'm better than or who's better than me. I don't walk to get the approval of others. And when you're starting a business, and especially if you're getting into the entertainment business, if you're looking for uh, you know for someone to validate you, or you're looking for that 
that cosign. I know that I know that that's like you know what 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 we're what we're taught, you know, and I know that that's like what what a lot of people feel is necessary. But truly, go after your dreams, and you know, don't wait to convince you know yourself to do anything. You know, make the plan, set out what you really want to accomplish, and put it in your heart, and write it down, and and do the work. You know, and and. That's what I would encourage anyone to do, and that's you know that was my path. You know, I I got up, I literally got up and left the cubicle of Geico Insurance <laughs> and said, I, I, "This wasn't for me," and I wouldn't go back. And my mother, you know, she was very upset because at the time I was helping her financially, mm-hmm. and I really wasn't helping her financially, if you know what I mean. Like I was helping her, like we were surviving. We were getting past, you know, from month to month, and maybe we'll have three, four months covered. But I know that it was, it was, it was more to that, you know. And I knew that I had to do more for my people and for, you know, my family. And, and so, having eight siblings and growing up, and you know, just hearing the stories and seeing what everyone's going through, you know, in my community and in my, and in and and in my, uh, you know, family and immediate family it's like you know what i i want to i want to put it all out there you know i, I want to put i want to put my all into chasing my dreams and and that's what i did what makes you consistent i see all these great artists you've worked with uh you know john legend bad boy layla hathaway been on the mm-hmm. show before keisha cole know her from la back in the day 50 cent know him from la meek mill how do you work with all these different talents and then maintain who you are well, first, you know, all, all of those artists that you named have played a huge role in just me being an artist because it, it's so crazy. Like, like with with uh, Meek Mill, he was one of the artists that I work with, and I, I wasn't even expecting to tap into my artistry the way that I did with Meek Mill, but he definitely like pushed me and, and, and brought it out of me just by, you know, encouraging, you know, my, me as a singer and as a vocalist because I started off writing songs for these people. And every time I would go on the studio, even with Keisha Cole, she would hear my voice and then I would end up on a track. And, you know, it, it just never, it never, uh, I, I went to uh, see 50 Cent with a friend of mine and, and my friend just told me this, you know, he, he told me to start singing and, and I did, and 50 Cent threw me in the studio right away, and we ended up doing <laughs> a song called Definition of Sexy. And so I didn't know that I didn't I, I, I didn't know that there was that thing that was inside of me that I was hiding. But these great artists who who have inspired me over the years, and even now, uh, and kind of like planted those seeds and and honestly sometimes we forget to plant those seeds into into our brothers and our sisters and our and and the people that's coming you know behind us and even before us you know we have we have to continue to plant those seeds and so I've had some talented people and, and they've really helped plant plant the seed uh of me even you know pursuing it at this level. So I'm I'm truly grateful to have worked with them with those artists and, you know, have crossed 
their path in the music business because it's definitely changed my uh, changed my focus and and has also brought uh, a new a new creative journey as an artist in my life. Well, here's the funny part about being a songwriter, and so uh, he can he can attest to this. So when you when you're a songwriter, you have to you have to sing the song. Otherwise, yeah, some, you know, most yes, yeah, some people, a lot of songwriters sing the song, correct? Yeah. And yeah. so, so here's the deal. So they're in the studio. They go, okay, let me hear the song. And all of a sudden, you know, he starts singing. They go, I know they start squinching, huh? Who? What? <laughs> right, uh, is, right, is, exactly. Is, they still go, is exactly. This, who is this dude? If the next question is, is who, who, who is this dude? And then the next thing, they go, okay, how can I work with him? So you was winning twice. You were winning twice yes. with a great song, and then you winning twice, secondly, with a great voice, and then you had what they call swag. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And uh, and that, that, that's the yeah. beauty of you just going there, man, just doing your thing, and then God blessed you with a clear understanding yeah. of your humbleness because you weren't going in there trying to get a gig other than, hey, I have a great song I think will really go good with your voice and your style, with your album. You, or be, let's just be your first single that drops on your CD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they heard you and they went, yeah. wow, I got this is a bonus track. Right, 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 right. And, and I could tell that you you have a lot of insight and education on how the music business works because it's almost like you're telling me my life. You know, you're, <laughs> like you're telling me like every, all the steps. So I know this happened before and, and you've seen these steps in the evolution of a songwriter turning into an artist. I've seen it and I love it. I love that's why I'm just letting you know we have a relationship now in the business. For all, sure. And, and for just, sure. just advice you want to call me for any mentoring advice, just call me. I, I give myself, I connect Thank with you. you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. That's how this I business definitely works. need that. It's, it's, it is what it is, okay? It is what it is. Yeah. I started money making conversation for this reason, okay? Mm. I cannot leave this earth with information that I can use to help somebody else. And I have been, I have been in too many studios. I, it's not too many artists, like I said, Keisha Cole will tell you. Keisha Cole, I met Keisha Cole when she was auditioning. She wanted and she auditioned for me. And so then she became this great artist and she reminded me, I auditioned for you, Rashawn. And I said, Oh yeah. And because not because it was just it was, it was not because I was arrogant, it was just that I wanted to hear how great she was. And then she went on to greatness and still living the life of greatness as a song stylist. And then you say John Legend used to come into the studio. All the time, one of the most professional individuals I've ever met in my life. If you tell John yeah. Legend to be in the studio at six thirty a.m., he is there at six fifteen. He's there at six fifteen. All, all the way. All the way. That's not complaining. Not, not not tired. Ready to do the work. So when you see how great he is, when you see he's all over the place with a music a music style that a lot of people question because he wasn't doing traditional R and B. Some people would say. What type of music is he doing? And so when I look at your music, Mr. Banks, keep doing what you're doing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't worry about that cubicle that you left. Because you're not going you're not operating on an A and a B plan. You're working on an A plan. It's called you. And you're gonna keep winning because you have multiple streams of income. Multiple nice. streams of income meaning you can write a song, you're gonna you're gonna develop this clothing line. You're going to go into the restaurant business and all those things. And plus, guess what? You can sing and you can go on tour. <laughs> you can do T-shirts. That's called yeah. multiple streams of income. That's yes, why sir. I do this show. Because you're a special young man. 
and you because you got yeah. it. You understand, and that's the part that I loved about you is the fact that see, you still even though you walked away from that corporate environment, you still brought it with you because I did. You still brought that training with you, that time management with you, and don't forget those steps. IBM made me makes me every day because they taught me skills that I cannot walk away from. My man, we're going to talk in the future. Know that I'm a big fan of yours. Know you're on my playlist. But keep winning. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. My next guest is a wine enthusiast. My wife is going to love this interview. She is a wine enthusiast. She really is. And founder of LCS Entertainment, LLC, that features Love Corkscrew Wine. Love Corkscrew Wine is a lifestyle brand. Since its inception, the LCS brand has acquired over 50 locations, including Mariano's, which is in Chicago. One of my favorite grocery stores in Chicago is Mariano's. Whole Foods, Target, and other Chicagoland area stores, restaurants, and bars. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Krishan Lantley. Hello? We lost her? After that great interview, I had to talk about it. Do you think she's somewhere drinking? This was just, she's being a wine enthusiast. Okay, cool. She's not that. She's, <laughs> I'm she, here. Did it? Did we just didn't press the right button for you, Miss Lampley? I think so. Yes, <laughs> I'm here Cause now. Because I, I just knew, you know, uh, you know, you went somewhere being a wine enthusiast. You know, just not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> well, how you doing, young lady? I'm doing great, thanks. All the way from Chi-Town. I can't complain. How are you, sir? Now, what is the temperature right now in Chicago? Okay, so it's in the 50s now. Now, really? mind you, 48 hours. No, I'm sorry, 72 hours ago, it like snowed here. So there you go. There you go. That, I'm enjoying this. That's why I have to let people know about Chicago. I lived in Chicago four years, five years, five oh. years. I know Chicago. Man, you, I have clothes that I will never wear anyplace else but Chicago. Yes, you better yes, be ready. I'm sure they're fabulous, though. Yeah, I'm they, sure they're oh, fabulous. Okay, you, know, you, boy, you know your boy was. Come on now. Making it happen. Making it happen. So let's get back to you. Uh, wine enthusiast. What does that mean when you say you're a wine enthusiast? So actually, I'm a wine negociant. 
So I am a wine maker. So maker of wine, negociant is another term, uh, meaning yeah. I don't actually crush the grapes myself. Okay, I source on. them from different you vineyards. Got, you, you got me so looking at the dictionary So I've been doing this now. for years now, six years in the game. A wine, what is that now? Negociant, that's a French term. So I buy uh, certain wines, uh, certain grapes, if you will, from different vineyards, and I actually create the formulas myself. So chemist, winemaker, whatever you'd like to call it, but each formula is mine. And I've been in the industry 20 years, but I've owned my company oh, six okay. years and over 50,000 bottles sold and, uh, and growing. Negociant. Yeah, she had it in She yeah. had it in I just didn't know what that meant. I, I took it out. I said, hey, go have me say a word. Well, I don't know that what's happening. She put it right back in there. Rashawn Lampley is a negotiant wine enthusiast. Yes, right, it was right before wine enthusiast. I just took it out. I said, I don't know what that means. Right. Wine enthusiast <laughs> and founder of LSC Entertainment, LLC, that features love corkscrew wines. That's our property to do. Because now I know what a negotiant is. Close enough. Negotiant. Now, good. Now, <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about uh, this whole wine business. I, uh, I, I uh, you know, I had a couple of really uh, interesting stories about wine because wine is really big with NBA basketball players. Yes, yes. And uh, athletes in general, wine is associated with food. Wine is wine is associated with uh, sexiness. Wine is associated with romance. Uh, oftentimes, yeah. people use the word wine. And it doesn't sound like they'll give wine to their their children. Uh, yep. And so, what makes wine? so many lines and doesn't come across like uh, Jack Daniels, which, you know, oh, you don't give my child, you're going to call the police. But I can give my child right. or I can have a dinner. <laughs> you know, if somebody's at dinner drinking Jack Daniels with their steak, somebody's looking at them, is he an alcoholic? Is he drunk? What's going on there? But you can have a right. glass of wine. Wine has a different feel. You're mm -hmm. absolutely right. Wine, I mean, Jesus drank wine. I mean, wine is something that, that goes back so, so far. And it's, it's more of a feeling. It's not necessarily, okay, I'm, I'm drinking for an alcohol content. Right. It's flavor, um, just like anything in a recipe and certain seasonings. So it sets a tone. It sets an experience. It sets, yes, the sexiness. And there's so many intricacies to wine. Um, it's not simple. Uh, and there's so many flavor profiles and so many different varietals and grapes, and it takes a long time. And not, that's not discounting the spirit industry. It's just saying wine can tend to be a little more uh, full as, as far as its array of, of types and varietals that makes it so much more intricate and a very, very difficult, complicated industry, um, but still beautiful at the same time. And um, so what is, what, is, what is Love Corkscrew? What is that? So um, I started this company uh, in 2013, Love Corkscrew. Um, houses, I have six different varietals. Um, again, I'm a negociant, so a winemaker. I launched six different varietals 2013, and I'm in the likes of Mariano's, Whole Foods, Target, Benny's, just to name a few. And uh, I am a winemaker, so Love Corkscrew kind of has the gamut of being the six different varietals. Of course, I can't do everything. I'm not going to be able to, to make the thousands of varietals that different um, you know, brands may be able to do. But as a small batch wine, I can do six, and more than likely you're going to like one of the six. And I make it very, very easy for consumers. A lot of people cannot pronounce Bordeaux, Chianti, Chenin Blanc. So what they do is they buy Love Corkscrew based off of the labels and what they like. Like, mm -hmm. for instance, my cab is, we're moving on up. My, uh, my Pinot Grigio is good times, good friends. My reasoning is head over heels. So you're able to call out a brand off of a catchphrase, a certain varietal off of my catchphrases, uh, which makes Love Corks too so easy for the consumer. And that's what I wanted to do, and I think I've done that. Well, that's called marketing. And so you sat down and, yes, uh, and, and, and you said, look, 
Uh, so who is your brand? Who is your brand appealing to? What what age is it? Age group or is it? Well, who, is it general market? What is it? Because you're not in. Because you're in Mariano's. Okay. I know exactly what Mariano's yeah. is. Whole Foods, a very yeah. selective audience. Target, and those are very yeah. selective audiences, which are really, which really will appeal towards wine. You're on this shelf. How do you? Because I've yeah. been in these stores, and there's competition. How do yes, you break the wall of competition? You know, it's very difficult, and I will say definitely I fit the general market. Um, as an African-American winemaker, of course, I'm going to appeal to a lot of the African-American market, but it's not just specific to that. My labels are so appealing to everyone mm-hmm. um, just because they're so colorful. So definitely general market. But wine drinkers, I would say that I'm really gearing towards um, our 25 to 44, uh, you know, the the, the uh, young professional. But, oh, my gosh, some of the, the high-end wine sommeliers, uh, in their 50s and 60s love my wine as well because they enjoy a little bit of everything. So, yes, it's very difficult to stay on the shelves. I'm fighting nonstop just for the small amount of shelf space I have. But I think Love Quirks to Appeal is just off as an attraction because the number one reason why people buy wine off the shelf are the labels. Number two, the price, and number three, the taste. Um, so I'm hitting all three. Uh, and I think Love Quirks to is very fun, exciting, and appealing to everyone. Now, now... You, you're, you're the expert, so we're sitting down. So there's certain wine that you drink with certain food, correct? Yes, okay, yes. Good. Okay, it's very important. I've, I've watched my wife, you know, sit over there. Very. And she goes uh, red or white and, you know, I'm over there. Give me lemonade. That's me, lemonade. Right. <laughs> 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 Give me lemonade. I, I know water, good. So so I'm eating the steak. What, uh, what, what you know, and, 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 and we're talking only your lines. You have six different lines. Yes. What would I do with a steak? Or what 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 brand or what selection would I use for a steak? That would be my Cabernet Sauvignon, which is we're moving on up. So the easiest way, way I always tell a lot of uh, the people that I teach about wines um, and, and educate about wines, just seriously think of it as the seasoning. So if you have a good steak and you're home marinating your steak, what do you normally marinate your steak in? What do you normally dress your steak in? Whether it's the balsamic vinaigrette, whether it's pepper, um, you know, different deep, muddy things that you would make uh, around a steak. So that was, that's what makes sense to a muddy, deep, peppery wine, which would be my Cabernet Sauvignon. Let, uh, and I use another great example of the opposite. Let's say you're at a steakhouse. You're at the best steakhouse in the country. Right. You have your steak, and I like my steak walking, right? I like my medium rare. And I say to the waiter, you know what? Can I have a cup of sugar? And I take a cup of sugar, and I take a spoon, and I put it on top of the steak. Does that sound good? No. So why would you drink a sweet wine with your steak? So it's literally just thinking of what makes sense. Mm. Butter, fish, Mm. oh, Chardonnay, which is normally buttery. Mm -hmm. So it's just that simple. Okay, say that one more time. That was really smart information. So now, because I, I, I want to impress my wife next time I go out and just go. <laughs> and then she'll say something like, you know, babe, listen to me. This is buttery. And so yes, so, so which, go down that little, yes. that, little, that little description you had, because that was really smooth. That was some good information. I'm trying to get my swag mm-hmm. back in the, wine, in the wine game. That's, <laughs> that's, never had it. I'm so just trying I to get it. you not. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening. Judge it off of the seasoning or off of the taste profile. It'll be listed on the on the menu. It'll be on the back of the bottle. You pair your food with the ingredients on the wine bottle. That makes sense. Peppery, balsamic, anything deep, muddy. Steak goes with Cabernet Sauvignon, Bordeaux, and Chianti. Your deeper, muddy wines. 
something that's buttery. Let's say you have some great Dover sole or, or halibut or something. Normally, that's what? More olive oils and butters. Ah, buttery is a Chardonnay. Chardonnay, it'll say it on the menu. It'll say, buttery shard. It'll say it's an oak. It'll, it'll give you all the answers that are right in front of your eyes. Don't be scared of them. I just want to get this out to you. Uh, my wife went on your site, the Love Cork Screw site, and have the five wine pack in her shopping cart. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that it. Means I love it. That I means love the world. That means the world. Thank You're, you. Uh, we're both fans now. Keep winning, okay? Thank you, Rashawn. Thank you, Frat. Thanks for having me. Ooh. I was looking for a better way to check in on our house while I was at work, and a friend recommended Blink. I was skeptical, but decided to give it a shot, and I bought a Blink camera system. With our last security system... False alarms, wires everywhere, and monthly fees we couldn't get out of. My bad, but our Blink system is different. They're motion-activated cameras that work inside and outside. They're wire-free, easy to set up, and they run on two lithium batteries that last up to two years. Total peace of mind. And Blink camera systems started under 80 bucks, with no subscriptions. We were on vacation, and I got an alert on my smartphone that motion was detected at our front door. I checked my Blink app, and I saw it was just my cool new device being delivered. Hey, we agreed no new devices except Blink. Just kidding. Not kidding. With Blink camera systems starting under 80 bucks, home security just got easier. Go to BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. BlinkProtect.com slash secure. Blink is an Amazon company, and it works with Alexa. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever. 
even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500 500.